Mindful Biz Podcast. I'm Alison Morgan, Business Coach at Relauncher. Hi everyone, we're back from holidays. Oh my gosh, if you've been on holidays, did you have a good time? It's a bit of a shock to the system coming back to reality, isn't it? So today's podcast episode is with you and me, and I'm going to just give you a bit of a background of, you know, the holiday that I've been on. Um, Also, what I've been seeing in in the back end of businesses from a business perspective, and I'm also going to cover off a few elements for established businesses because I work with many. And I know many of you that are listening in are also established businesses as well. So holidays. Oh my gosh, isn't April a great month? So the thing with April, it can be a double-edged sword. So a lot of businesses go really quiet over April. And if it's your first few years in business, you'll be freaking out thinking, oh my gosh, is my business broken? What's happened? Uh, But you quickly realize a few years in, you're kind of like, oh, right, April. So April is school holidays combined with Easter and combined with Anzac Day long weekend. And as you know, you know, Easter moves around depending on where the moon is. And so these holidays can sometimes be quite, um, you know, like compact. And in other times it can span over weeks. And when, and when it spans over weeks, a lot of families will just go away because they can, because it's during school holidays. So that impacts many businesses. So um, as a mother and a business owner, I actually really love April because we generally go away. And some of you will know, we actually had a holiday booked to go to Fiji. And we were so excited, you know, first time overseas in ages, Oh my gosh, I just kept on looking at pictures of Fiji, just going, oh my gosh, that's going to be us, you know, beside the beach, cocktails, palm trees, it's going to be amazing on this island. And a couple of weeks, or maybe it was a few weeks before we were supposed to go away, I get this really casual email. I mean, this is a sign of COVID times. Casual email just saying, sorry for the inconvenience, this holiday can no longer go ahead. Please contact XYZ to arrange whether you want to rebook another time or a refund. The email was as simple as that. No explanation, just sorry for the inconvenience. And when I got that email, I was like, oh, maybe that's a mistake. <laughs> anyway, I after several emails and everything, it turned out that apparently, I don't even know whether this is the case, apparently... The island that we were staying on had been damaged by a cyclone. Now, the rest of Fiji seems to look all right. Everyone else is in Fiji. I don't really even know what happened. And this was a beautiful resort and island we'd booked. So, look, whether that's the truth or not, who knows? And they mentioned that we could rebook for later in the year. But because Leo's doing ATAR and Hugo's doing his ATAR maths, we really can't be going overseas um, any later than now in case something happens and it's hard to get back. And also, I was saying we're not going to be travelling overseas closer to then either because, uh, you know, if there's any injuries, then that's going to be a real pain for Leo with exams. So 
anyway, we did go away and Leo did have an injury and it has been a real pain. So we ended up rebooking holidays. We went to Adelaide, which is where Richard's from. And then we went to Perth, which is where I'm from and had a fabulous time. But while we were there, we went over to Rotnest, which is this amazing island from Perth. If you haven't been to Perth, you have to go to Rotnest. It's so cool. And we just went there for a day trip. Anyway, you hire bikes over there. And when you hire these bikes, the bikes are really dodgy. They've been as do- they've been dodgy forever. There's nothing new about that. Uh, so we hired the dodgy bikes because there's no other option. And we rode around the island for the day. And it's kind of like a teenage initiation at some point you're going to end up at the nursing post well let's just say that happened to leo and our day was thrown into chaos so he came down a hill we were all coming down a hill and then turning into this road and he went through this gravel area and the the whole bike just slipped out from under him we were miles away from settlement we're at west end which is over the other side of the island and like there's no cars it's very primitive and oh my god I was behind him and you know when you see accidents in slow motion and he fell off and I thought oh he's he's got out of that pretty lightly because he's riding in his board shorts a thin t-shirt and thongs and he kind of like skidded and I'm like oh yeah no not too bad but the skidding just kept on going on for ages oh my god I was and then I was thinking can this just stop now this is just so brutal and you could see his face it went from a smile as if like oh how funny to oh my god and I got over there we all dumped our bikes got over there and there was just so much blood so much gravel all through his skin and rips and tears like oh I've got shivers even talking about it and we had hired this carriage that Richard rode with behind his bike just to put all our bags in so we we pulled everything out of that lifted Leo into this carriage um and Richard had to ride him to a sediment. I wrapped towels around him because he was just bleeding so much. Like he bent his elbow and I swear I saw the bone. It was it was huge. So Richard rode to settlement. It took him a long time to ride there in the heat and the hills with Lee on the back. And it took about two hours for the nurse to clean him up and put stitches in everywhere. Oh my gosh. I mean, look, if you watch, if you were following on Instagram, you saw what happened. It was, it was just terrible. Hugo and I then had to somehow get back with three bikes and all the bags. And after we were walking for an hour, we ended up just leaving Leo's bike, um, at a bike rack near a bus stop and just get, and just riding the rest and carrying all the bags. Oh my God. Anyway, Anyway, just to cut a long story short, Leo's bike tire, when we looked at it after the accident, was actually completely bald. Like, it shouldn't have even been rented out. We managed to get onto the ferry as the boat is blowing its horn for leaving. It was just cutting it so fine, so it was actually quite exhausting. And then um, the rest of the holiday, well, Leo just couldn't move like he was literally like tin man and just in a lot of pain so that's why we don't want to do any like big holidays now in the lead up to um ATAR because you know accidents always happen and even so like Leo had a huge um exam when we got back and he really wasn't feeling right from it as a result of all this so look fast forward took him to the doctors 
to get the stitches out yesterday and it's all infected, still got gravel in there, it's not pretty. And I, yeah, that's clearly why he hasn't been feeling well. So hopefully the antibiotics will clear him up and make him feel better. But yes, so that was our holiday. But look, apart from that, that accident, it was amazing. And I didn't work too much while I was away, which was great. So, you know, the team was still working, but everyone was just dipping in and out. And it was it's just been really nice for everyone just to have a... Um, you know, a good April. So yes, projects were still going. We were still working, but it was not like we were all at the desk all day, every day. So now that the boy's back at school, this is my first week where I'm actually sitting at my desk working. And I have to say, it's really nice to be able to focus properly. I find working from a laptop is good, but my brain doesn't work as clearly, especially like when I'm looking at a visual projects. So like, you know, you can see them on the laptop and everything, but when, when you're in front of your desktop, it's like, yeah, I can see everything just clearly. And I think that there's a thing about, I'm such a routine driven person. So to just have my normal routine and then sit down at work, it, it is nice to be back. And I'm sure you're all listening going, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I'm the same. <laughs> So that's what's been happening. So just to kind of rewind and talk a little bit about, you know, what I was seeing in business pre-holidays. Um, so it's been a bumpy start to the year for a lot of businesses and it's a result of all external influences. So, you know, that is coming back to the dreaded COVID, which I'm so sick of even hearing that word. I feel like we've all moved on from that now anyway, but it was a result. You know, it was a very bumpy start to the year for many as a result of that. Supply chain issues, floods. Now the cost of living has increased and we've got an election. So all, all these external influences create a knock-on effect for consumer behavior and buying habits um, and what's going on in businesses. So it's it's been a funny start for many businesses and a lot of businesses that are not speaking to other business owners don't actually realize that. And a lot of them feel like they're actually the only ones. So if you're listening and you're thinking, oh my gosh, you know, that that's the kind of start of the year I've had. You're not alone. A lot of people have experienced that. And then April for many businesses was quieter than usual for all those you know, all those reasons, again, coupled with the holidays. So what we're seeing now, like May, and look, we're only a few days into May, but things are steadying and picking up. Like we're moving into this next fresh chapter. A lot of people are also still feeling a bit tired and exhausted. And, and in fact, I was in a business coaching session this morning and um, the client was saying exactly the same thing. She, she's got a very robust business and then a new business and there's a lot going on. She's really, really worked very long hours and really hard for, you know, four to five years now. And it's kind of like at that point where, because there's no been, been no really big, huge holidays, i.e. overseas. I know some people have traveled overseas, but a lot of people haven't yet. Uh, a lot of people are feeling stale and exhausted, even though they have had holidays. So I actually think it's not really going to be until next year, potentially, where people are feeling like truly energized. So that that is really, I'm seeing a lot of this. Um, 
a lot of robust businesses. So as I mentioned before, I, I business coach a lot of business owners that have multiple businesses or have been in business for a long time, uh, as well as startups. But it's interesting because there, these these businesses that are really strong, you know, and have been in business for a long time, they have gone through this experience. A lot of them have gone through this experience that I just mentioned where things have been quieter than, than what they've seen previously. And it, it's an, it's in a way, it can be a bit of a blessing because, you know, what happens, as you know, you get so busy and your business grows and you just naturally become really busy each day. And quite often you'll be adding products or different revenue streams or just different elements to your business. And because you're so busy, you just add. You're just constantly adding rather than reevaluating and taking anything away or streamlining anything. So yes, you might do some of this streamlining and, and evaluating along the way, but not to the, not to the core that it actually, or the, the level that needs to be done. So, you know, if, if you do experience a quiet time, this is a great time to go back and re-look at all your marketing collateral because that naturally just becomes out of date as your business evolves. Go through all your website copy and make sure that it's right. And what you might even find is that there's pages on your website that now are completely irrelevant. Archive them. You know, the less pages you have on your website um, makes it actually easier for the user experience and for them to navigate their way around the site. Because at the end of the day, people just need to know who you are, what's your offering, how do I make an inquiry or a purchase? You know, it needs to just be really simple. And obviously, your marketing collateral and your marketing needs to establish trust and credibility. So there needs to be elements of that. But the take away things which are no longer serving you. So that, that's really, really important. Uh, have a look at your, you know, I'm always talking about this, your systems and processes. Do you need to change anything? Can you actually get rid of some, some elements that, again, are actually adding steps to the process? You know, they might have worked fine before, but maybe they're not, they're, they're just adding things, you know, to your to-do list now. So go through and start doing an audit. And another thing is, is that, you know, when you're building your business and you're doing all these elements, sometimes things all of a sudden stop working. So it might have worked 10 years ago or five years ago or two years ago or even six months ago, but now it's not working. So that, you know, again, is something that you just need to stop and think, why isn't it working? What If it was working back then, is it not working now because things have changed? And if things have changed, do I need to change my approach? Or... Why else might not working? Like maybe just maybe I things either I'm doing has dropped off. Maybe my communication isn't as clear. Maybe I'm not as um, you know as, as frequent and consistent in what I'm doing as I was earlier on when I felt like I had to work harder for the business than what I do now. So they're really, really good questions to ask yourself. And, and it's interesting because often with, and this is more with earlier stage businesses, you know, I'll, I'll explain to them, this is what we need to do for your business for X, Y, Z. And, you know, it takes a while for results or for things to actually work. 
And we'd all love overnight successes. I mean, wouldn't that be great? And in some cases, yes, you can get that. But more often than not, it comes back down to consistency and frequency. But it's really good to know that what you're doing is the right thing. So you're not wasting time. So, you know, if you feel like, yes, I'm doing everything correctly, I think a really good mantra to put in your mind is, you know, yes, I'm doing everything correctly, but I'm just not seeing results yet. Okay. So I think that that's really, really good just to remind yourself that maybe, or you are doing everything right, but you're just not seeing results yet. So my big thing is streamline everything, simplify it. You don't have to have too like huge, like multiple yes you've got to have multiple offerings but not so many that it becomes confusing for your client or your buyer and frequency and consistency is key now another thing that i talk about quite often is having a 3d approach so you just need to say to yourself right i need people to be able to touch now touch can be physical or it can be like literally seeing you online but it people need to be able to read about you they need to be able to hear about you from yourself and from other people so that would include video content um, YouTube videos if, if that suits you um, podcasts online programs you know there's just so many different ways of getting in front of people um, and so that they can hear you they can see you and they can understand you but most importantly they really need to understand your offering and that's why it comes back down to you know make sure you haven't added too many elements to your business over the years that you've ended up diluting your offering and if you have then have a look at what's bringing in the money and what's working better for you and archive or put those other elements on hold because it could be that you'll bring them back at a later stage and switch around offerings. Um, but, but yes, less is always more. So really, that's all I wanted to cover off today. I just wanted to talk about having a holiday, what I'm seeing in business. And if you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed or business isn't operating as it has in the past, there's some tips for you there today. And as always, connect with other business owners from your industry and from other industries and also at different stages of business. Absolutely key, always important. Set your weeks out, your days planned so that you are really productive with your time, but also make sure that you schedule some me time so that you're not going like the clappers all day, every day, because obviously that leads to burnout and exercise, sleep, nutrition. They're all, all the important things that needs to happen. Do remember also to get out from your everyday surroundings uh, as often as you can. So that might be, you know, like scheduling something in a different location. You might choose to work from a different location. It could be that you're meeting up with someone, that you're trialing a new service or a product somewhere else you know add as much variety into your days as you possibly can not so much that it's a distraction um, but so that it actually supports everything else that you're doing and helps you with your momentum and with your focus and your enthusiasm for your business it's really important to keep your energy high that really help, helps with your focus as well 
So if you need me, you can always find me on Instagram at relauncher underscore Alison and also via my website, which is relauncher.com.au.